Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. If you're looking for news, tips, and stories about fishing the Great Lakes, you've come to the right place. And now your host, Chris Larson. Hello and welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast. We've officially hit the off-season when it comes to Great Lakes trolling. And I know there's still some diehards out there, especially on Lake Erie, but most boats have called it a year on the big water. I hope you guys all had a great season. We had a fantastic year here on the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast and at Fishhawk. We just want to thank everyone for listening this season. I've got a bunch of new guests lined up for the coming weeks, so it should be a lot of fun. Stick around, keep an eye on what we've got going on here uh, as we go into the off season. I know a lot of people are starting to think about hunting, but uh, it should be a lot of fun here on the podcast in the next few months as well. Uh, I was recently at a dealer buying show and ran into Bruce DeShano from Offshore Tackle. Bruce is a freshwater fishing Hall of Famer and just kind of a funny character, just a really cool guy. I had a lot of fun interviewing him. We talked a lot about uh, the new products and, and just the, the legacy products from Offshore Tackle and also talked about some mutual friends and just some fishing. It was a good time. So let's head to the interview and we'll talk to you next week. Bruce, we want to go through the whole line, but first, let's just tell, tell us a little bit about this new product you have, the Crankbait Tuner. You were showing me a little bit about it earlier. It looks like a really cool tool. It's something I think a lot of people can put to use. Well, it's, a, it's an easier product than to put a lot of fish in, your, in the box. You have to put your crankbait in, give her a snap, see if it makes an adjustment, tighten it a little more, try it again. When you get that adjustment, where it's making the crankbait move, you don't tighten it anymore. You do it as many times as you have to to get it running straight. If you get a well-tuned crankbait, it'll catch a lot more fish. And really what this is, it's almost like a torque wrench for your crankbait. You just make sure that you're not putting too much pressure on it, not bending that wire too much, and you're just waiting and kind of getting it to the point where, like you say, it does what you want it to do. You see your wire move, if you see the eye move, you've gone way too much. And you tell me that there's a lot of dental bills caused by the, <laughs> the guys biting on them as well. Um, the bass fishermen want to do it with their teeth and their dentist is happy. That's a $500. So a $20 crankbait tuner is a lot better than a $500 dentist bill. Let's, we're going to get into, I know when people think offshore, a lot of times they think about your planer boards. Well, let's get into some of the other stuff you have first. Let's talk about the downrigger products and what you have here. Well, the company started with one, two, three, four products. That was, that was my whole company. Yeah. This is our single downrigger release, our, our most popular. This is a light tension for shallow water, walleye, kokanee salmon. Then we made this one with a double spring in it. This is our OR8 uh, deep water or running the big rotators and flashers and that kind of stuff. You, you need this. We, we like to put a twist in the line and pinch the twist because this really clamps on and if you don't twist it and you pull it through, you'll have a tendency to cut a groove in the pad. The next time you set the line, you'll automatically pop it into that groove and it just won't hold anymore. So do the twist, put that in. Uh, one on down the line. Hold on though, you brought this one up, the light stuff. That's becoming a bigger and bigger thing. We're seeing it at Fishhawk. More and more people get into the kokanee thing. I heard you say yeah. that word. Yeah. We're seeing that really explode and people are really getting into that Western stuff now. Kokanees are so much fun. And if you get a 12 or 13 inch, you got a big one. Right. They're right. really good to eat. They use that, and they also, some guys hand make a, a use our little OR10, mm -hmm. which is really light tension, for the kokanee. Yeah. And, uh, they make 
they make a stacker method with that and you put it on your line. Out west, they won't bring the ball out of the water. They leave the ball in the water, they stack up above it. Mm -hmm. So that's a fun fish to catch. It is. It's a fun experience out there too, chasing those coconuts. Tell us a little bit about what else you have here in the well, water. Now we're going along. There, there's the OR8. That's the same release, but for the planer board for musky guys. Mm -hmm. And then we have the OR14. It's someplace between the little one and uh, fairly heavy. Again, with a fire line, a pro line, power pro braided lines. That's getting popular. Uh, for our planer boards, which we're going to transition to them pretty quick, we've come up with a new a new heavy-duty wire that you're not going to bend. Right. This is a tough one. And we just put an economy, we call it economy kit, but it's a replacement kit, tune-up kit for the paddle flags. And all you need, it's got everything you need. You don't need extra releases because the new boards come with all the releases you need. So Perfect. That's, that's it. That's all you need is that kit. And then our fun one is our little mini planer. This, this is my favorite. Yep. It's light, and we, we actually call this the awesome crappie board. Right. Tommy, Tommy Scarless, my dear friend who's gone, we give him credit for helping develop this. And it's the same. You pop this out, go from left to right, so you don't need to worry about which one it is. Going on, going on a, a fly-in trip, Easy to put in your pocket or your tackle box. You can take two or three of them with you without occupying much space. Very good. And same thing, you put the, twist the line, put it in the yellow clip, and then with the, when the red clip has a pin right in the center, mm -hmm. make sure your line goes behind the pin. Okay. So now you let this go out, when it starts bouncing around or hopefully going back, you snap the rod tip, crank down to it, and snap it towards the motor. Okay. We used to say, you know, pull it this way, just snap it towards the motor, whichever side it's on, mm -hmm. and then it'll flip around out of the circuit, pull it back up. When you're done, you can set it, put it right back where it was, so you don't have to bring all the inside ones in. We've run five or six of these on the side crappie fishing down south. Oh, you'll have a ball. With we get some tangles. I heard you mention Tommy's name, and, and he was a really, really good friend of mine. He's just a super cool guy. And I think people always knew him as a walleye guy, but he was a great crappie yeah, angler yeah. too, and was on the crappie tournament circuit and did some awesome things there as well. There's nothing he didn't do. <laughs> if, if you told him that, hey, uh, we need you to be a salmon champion, he would have got a bigger boat and went salmon fishing and won that tournament too. So, yeah. Yeah. And just a great, a great guy for the sport too, an icon and a guy that. When he hung out with them, he was just had an infectious personality and a, and a guy that uh, just really sold the sport of fishing to a lot of businesses. No matter where he was at, Tommy always had a minute. Yep. Guy would walk up to him and say, ask him a question, and Tommy would stop doing whatever he was doing, spend time with him. Uh, he gave his, gave his glory to the Lord for being where he was, and I know that's where he's at now, and he's probably fishing while we're talking. Yep. And, uh, Coming up with a new kind of fish, probably going to bend his own fish to catch. <laughs> a lot, a lot of people will miss him, but yeah. it's, it's fun to talk about him and, oh, and yeah. uh, puts a smile on everybody's face. Yeah. Well, we got inducted in the Hall of Fame together the same at the same time, so that was freshwater fishing. That, yeah. that was a fun. Very well, tell us a little bit about what else you've got here. We've got into this stuff. What else do we have? Well, we have our good old standby that we've been building for about 20 years. Mm -hmm. The old OR12 side planer. And it's got a fixed flag, and it comes with the 
heavy clip on the front and then the pin pin OR16 on the back. Again, make sure you get the line behind the pin. Mm -hmm. It comes off, it's because you didn't put the line behind the pin. And the guy that you're on the boat with will insist that he did. But right. if it come off, he didn't do it. Yep. And then the upgrade for that, we have our tattle flag. That'll let you know when you have a fish. We've got a lot of adjustments now. The old ones just had the stem with a single setting that you adjusted on this side. Mm -hmm. Now we can adjust it here and adjust it here with our heavy wire, which these are all replacement, replaceable items. And you, I set it so that it, with the crankbait, it's actually got it, has it leaning back like this. So if your crankbait gets fouled, mm -hmm. the flag will come up straight. Yeah. Not many people do it that way. That's the right way to do it. Right. Now with a crappie, you'll get this. Mm -hmm. That's all you're going to get. If you missed it, the next thing you see will be the crappie on the surface behind you. Yeah, but those are, that's a fun. One, one whack and it's done. So right. you, if you see it and it comes back up, you better bring it in because that crappie's going to be on there. And that one, right. now, I was talking about the, uh, our latest is this big uh, yeah. canoe paddle. Mm -hmm. We made this for pulling, we tested it with 600 foot of copper. Okay. So that's two pounds. Yep. And it pulled it. Came out to the side, did everything it's supposed to do. This one comes standard with the snapper, mm -hmm. and it locks it down. What we did not know is how big the uh, catfish guys took to this board. Wow. Uh, in the Mississippi River, they're anchored, but they want to get as many lines out as they can, so they'll put this out. They run 12, 16 ounces of weight, and then a 5 to 8 oh circle hook, mm -hmm. half a pound of cut bait. And this will take her out oh, there. Yeah, that's very interesting. We build it for salmon guys and in, in lead core and, and uh, running tadpoles or even dipsies off of it, which there's no reason to do that, but people will. But this has been a, a, a big seller in the south for the catfish. Yeah. It surprised us. Those catfish guys, will they will make stuff up. And they, they figure things out, and that's, a, that's an interesting idea. That's, a, that's an industry that's sneaking up on us. Yeah. The catfish... You know, we're walleye salmon guys. We didn't think much about But my son caught a 47-pounder down there fishing. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, that's not even competitive in the tournament. Right. So, <laughs> right. You know. Well, those are fun fights, though, oh, too. Oh, man. Big yeah. blue cats. and He's learning the difference between a blue cat and a channel cat and a yep. flathead catfish. And, and they've got different flatheads or homeboys that only in rivers. And mm -hmm. We're learning about catfish, too. So that's, that's fun. Keeps you young. Yeah. There All right, what got, else do we got over here? Oh, we got our one of our favorites, the little tadpole. This is the number two. That's okay. our it's our favorite seller. And with that, you tie up a leader on the back, crawler harness or a spoon, mm -hmm. and uh, then you put on your line this way. Lower it down. You use a precision trolling app to tell you how deep you're going. Mm -hmm. You get a fish. You're not pulling the weight anymore. Very, that's good. Should idea. he come off when you're coming in, you can just drop your rod tip. It'll reset itself. You can go back to fishing. You have to bring it all the way in. Unless you're running crawlers, then you better bring it in. That walleye mangles the worm. He got that in several sizes here. So. In a mag, in a three, and a number one. Uh, I run the three and mag as a dead rod over the corner of the boat. Mm -hmm. You know, walleye, walleye fishing, crawler fishing, you, it's straight down, so you do all your other fishing. Right. You don't have to mess with this rod. Yeah. And you look over and it'll be... <laughs> it's amazing how many fish are right under your boat. You know, 
I mean, we sell planer boards, but there's a lot of fish that don't move or they're down deep. So I'll usually run this just off the bottom and I'll fish all my, even though my other fish are suspended that we're catching, mm -hmm. it's surprising how many fish are hanging. Quite often there's a catfish on the end of it too. Just get some more lines. I think that's the main more thing. More lines you know. in the water. You're going to catch more fish. You get more lines, whatever, at least to your legal limits. Get those get those lines down to help you catch more fish. And convenient to get something that's out of the way. And the same as the old days, we used to leave the rods, the lines fixed to the planer boards. Mm -hmm. And if we got a fish on one, we'd move the inside one in and the outside one out or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now with the tripping it off and letting it come out of the spread, bring it around, bring it back up again. Lots less work. We've, we've cycled all the way around from the way we used to do it. We right. had all these other ways. Everybody has a different way of rigging planer boards, which one thing we allow you to do, we don't make you fish it the way I think it should be fished. I couldn't, if I gave five pros sets of boards and told me the best way to do it, I'd have probably eight or ten different best ways from those five guys. Right. So, yep. But now we're back to where we were with trip, out, bring it back in. And that Pretty well covers the line. We have our snap weights. I guess we didn't get yep. that one. That's our two ouncer. This one was on one of our heavy clips, mm -hmm. and it's used either two ways. You can use it as a snap weight where you let your lure out, like in precision trolling again. They have the 52 method, so you let your bait out 50 feet. Mm -hmm. You put the two ounce weight on. Go to the book, and if you want to get X feet down, it tells you how far to go. Or you can hook this on your line and run a leader off it, similar to the tadpole, with your spoon or your crawler harness on that. Mm -hmm. So that's our, that comes in half, three quarter, one, one and a half, two, and three ounce. The two, due to the precision trolling program, is to become our number one seller. Right. So I goofed our numbers up a little bit because we were used to selling that many of one weight. Mm -hmm. But we, we, we accommodated it. Yep. And with this, you kind of, with the kit here, you've got a lot of different uh, opportunities and just a variety of different weight to use. Gives you a good starting point, and then they're all available as individual uh, uh, kits. Very good. And I think that pretty well covers the whole line. Bruce, appreciate you going Thanks, through Chris. it with us. Bruce DeShano from Offshore Tackle, really appreciate your time and just kind of going through it. And just another opportunity, you know, Mark Romack's been a big part of our show, but uh, it's good to talk to you. And really, you know, Mark really likes to talk about, we talk a lot of planer board stuff with Mark, but it's good to get a lot of this other stuff on there and get people an opportunity to see what you guys have to offer. You can go to offshoretackle.com to learn more. Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. For more information on fishing the Great Lakes, visit our blog at fishhawkelectronics.com.